Hello everybody and welcome back to the Little Running Irishman podcast. I welcome you here today and in this podcast we're going to be talking about my Tokyo 2020 Olympics once to watch line out. I have a big list here in front of me of my top athletes that I will be focusing on in the 2020 Tokyo Olympics this year. And before we get into it, uh, these are all my opinion uh, for and the reason I have these opinions are due to competitions uh, races and competitions that they've competed in over the course of the past year or two and how well they've done or if I've just been watching this athlete for a certain amount of time and uh, I just feel like they have a good chance or I want to see them do well in the in the Olympics. So this is all just my opinion. And second of all, this is if the Olympics goes ahead this year due to the coronavirus. And I know in every episode so far I've mentioned the coronavirus, but it's just a big topic. And especially in the sports and running world, it's affecting a lot of major and little events all over uh, the world. Uh, in sport and yeah, it, especially the amount of people from across the world that travel to wherever the Olympics is every four years to go and watch the Olympics, it could spread like a wildfire if it hasn't calmed down by uh, the time the Olympics comes around. So I'm hoping, I'm praying that the Olympics does go ahead and I'm sure a lot of you are as well. Because, you know, it is my favourite sporting event in the world. Uh, and, yeah, this it just won't be great if it doesn't go ahead, you know. This would be my first year of watching the Olympics that I've been doing running. So, I'd be really big into it this year. I've watched little bits and bobs, you know, here and there when I haven't been doing running. But everyone does that. But this year, I'd be really focused. I even have my ones to watch list here. So, yeah, I'm praying that it goes ahead. So, yeah. Let's stop talking and just dive straight in to my ones to watch list. First on my list is Joshua Chepty Guy. Joshua Chepty Guy is an absolute legend in the running world as he had just broken the he's a he's a Kenyan athlete and he'd yeah, he's a Kenyan athlete and he'd just broken the world five K uh road record uh and the new time that he set he set this in february uh the new time that he set is 12 minutes 51 seconds that is absolutely unreal that time is mental that is like my pb and i know i should be comparing myself to joshua chapter guy uh is 19 minutes 10 seconds so what seven minutes over seven minutes or less than seven minutes, sorry, off. When you say it like that, it does sound a little bit like, oh, sure, you could get to that, but trust me, I could never get to this time. 12 minutes, 51 seconds. That was set in... I forget where that was set, but it was set in uh, in February of this year, 2020. Um, And his 10K time, uh, I believe that he would be running the 10 and 5K on the track, so he would be one of the main competitors in that race 
challenging for medals, challenging, well, he would definitely be challenging for medals, definitely challenging for that gold medal as well. His 10K time is 26 minutes, 38 seconds, which is absolutely unreal as well. Uh, Yeah, so he'll be challenging for both medal sets of medals in the 10k and 5k on the track this tokyo olympics so that is joshua cheptegei first on the list is start us off second on my list is everybody knows this man absolute legend definitely though a lot of controversy around them uh, and that is the one and only mo farah if you don't know who Mo Farah is, I'm pretty sure you do know who Mo Farah is. But if you don't, he's a great British athlete and he's he's never broke well he may I think he's set British records, I think, but he's never set a world record and he's basically done everything except for except for a set a world record. He's done track, he's done marathon, he's done half marathons, he's done road 10k's he's done track 5k 10k mile indoor two mile he's done a lot he's had his fair share but he has never ever set a world record and he 2018 he set or 2016 was his last olympics he said and he said he was transitioning to the marathon uh, so he was hanging up his spikes now i'm not too sure if that was his last olympics on the track or his last olympics altogether i think if he had stayed with the marathon he may have gone to the gone to the olympic trials for the marathon this year i that's just what i think he would have done um i'm not 100 percent sure on that but he did he had a decent marathon uh, run, no pun intended, uh, but wasn't the best in the world, obviously, because he well, is a natural track athlete. Uh, I'm saying that due to his stride length and his speed, he can close on 5 and 10Ks in about 60 65 60 65 seconds that is absolutely unreal he won the london marathon was it the london or is it the london half marathon it was, no actually just go up there i'm completely wrong it was the chicago marathon that he won in 2018 with time of two hours and 11 minutes i actually do remember the time because i forgot where it was it was a chicago marathon i did watch that race wasn't obviously because mo fire isn't the uh, natural marathon runner Uh, the field wasn't too competitive he did come away with the win two hours and 11 minutes for his first marathon, I think that was, is not the worst time in the world. But he did race Elia Kipchoge in the London Marathon in 2019. And he placed 11th in that, I think. Didn't do very well. His head dropped uh, after that, I'm, pre- uh, I'm pretty sure. So he decided to come back to the track. Uh, and... Mo Farah is, even though he hasn't set any records, he is a track legend. 
one of the best long distance track runners of all time. He won the double, the quadruple double, I think, the quadruple, or the double quadruple, oh, sorry, double quadruple or quadruple double, because he won gold in the 5K and the 10K in 2012 Olympics, and he won the 5K and the 10K in 2016 Rio Olympics. That is an amazing achievement. I oh, couldn't, no one, don't think anyone has ever done that uh, in track history. So that is obviously a big, big, big achievement. Um. Yeah, Mo Farah, and as I said, a lot of controversy around them though with the Nike Origin, Oregon project with, uh, Galen Rupp. If you don't know what that was, it was that I'm pretty sure that it was out of nowhere. The Galen Rupp and, uh, Mo Farah were diagnosed with asthma, and then apparently they were taken, uh, you know performance enhancement inhalers to increase their lung capacity for the duration of a race and yeah it was investigated but i don't think anything was ever found uh to you know prosecute rup or farah uh so i'm happy with that obviously there are some people that dislike both of them due to the controversy but you know as there was no evidence found that there they were uh using these Forms enhancement inhalers. I have nothing against them. Mo Farah is one of my running idols. I absolutely love him. And yeah, I can't wait to see him back on the track in this Olympics. I'm not too sure if he'll be contesting for medals. Maybe. I'm hoping he can come out with a third place medal, you know, with people like, you know, Joshua Cheptegei and uh, Kip Ruo and, you know, all these great athlete uh young athletes as well not the youngest but there are some young athletes coming up this this tokyo olympics that will be contesting for medals as well and as mofar is still training on the track even for his marathon training and he will have a lot more endurance uh due to the marathon and the marathon training i'm just not sure if he's at track you know olympic medal standard at the moment and compared to some of the athletes that will be on in, in them races so yeah uh, i'd like to see him come away with a medal but i'm not too convinced that he will so next in the list is cabruto cabruto is a ronex computer cabruto sorry i had to pause it there for a second ronex cabruto um best known as just Kipru uh will be running the 10k and the 5k i think he's running i know for sure he's running the 10k um i'm not a hundred percent i'm 90 percent sure he's running the 5k don't take me on that and yes yeah, sorry i did have to stop there the uh voice recording there for a um, second um yeah, he could be running both or just the 10K. I'm not 100% sure if he's running the 5K. He is the road record, road record, the 10K road world record holder. This, he 
set this record in January of 2020 in Valencia of a time with a time of 26 minutes 24 seconds um you know Joshua Cheptegei did come very very close to this record as well as his 10k time is 26 minutes 38 seconds but I'm not too sure I think that may be on the track and the track is a faster surface with uh more better competition I think Cabruta was out on his own for three quarters of this race so yeah 26 minutes 24 seconds is an absolutely world-class outstanding time to do to run all on your own and I think he had a negative split for the second half of the race so that's absolutely crazy he will be in the running for um medals in the 10k definitely going for that gold same with Cheptegei uh they both, I don't think, will take anything less than gold. So they really will be battling it out with, along with all the other athletes, top top athletes. I'll be in that race, just like Mo Farah. Uh, and obviously, as I said, Mo Farah here, he is still with his Mudain training with his Mudain team, uh, in high altitude training. So he is still getting the same quality of training, even though he was training with. The for the marathon, he is still getting that track training in high altitude. You know, he resigned from the marathon a, a while ago now, and the Olympics is still a few months away. So he does have time to prepare for the track, get a speed back, and obviously, as I said, he does have the endurance from the endurance and stamina from the marathon. So he still could be a contender, but I'm still not too convinced as to. Uh, him getting a medal in the Olympics due to all the other top top athletes that will be contend be contestants as well. So moving on from the world class Cabruto, we have the one, the only, one of the brothers, Jakob Ingebrigtsen, and the disclaimer as such, I do only have one of the Ingebrigtsens, which is Jakob, in this list, uh, because one main reason. Well, two reasons actually is one because he is the best out of the brothers in my opinion, and he is only nineteen years of age, so he is a one to watch. Um, I know he's running the fifteen hundred. I'm sure he's running the fifteen hundred in the Olympics this year. He is a fifteen hundred and five k specialist, but I'm not hundred percent sure if he is running the five k. Uh. Uh, I'm ninety percent sure. Again, don't take me on that, but I think he might be running the five k as well as the fifteen hundred. Few things about ja- uh Jakob Ingebrigtsen is that he's the twenty eighteen, uh European champion. Uh, he got gold in the fifteen hundred and the five k. He also is the 5K Norwegian 5K record holder. He set this record in the Diamond League in 2018, I think, with a time of 13 minutes, 2 seconds, 3 milliseconds. For a 19-year-old, that is absolutely incredible. He is only going to be improving from here on in. I'm sure that time is going to get faster and faster and faster and you never know he could be setting world records in a few years to come uh, this year was it this year uh, yeah this year he is the 
European 2020 Cross AK champion. He did get gold in that. Um, and I'm proud to announce that one of Clonifarius, my uh, club, one of the athletes from my club that I see on a regular basis around the club, his name is... Um, Oh my god, am I, am I actually after forgetting his name? Ephraim, Ephraim Giddy, uh, Giddy. Do you know that when that happens, like something so simple just slips out of your mind? Yeah, Ephraim Giddy came third in that race that Jakob Ingebrigtsen, that AK European cross country race that Jakob Ingebrigtsen won. So I'm proud to announce that. Um, yeah, but no, Jakob Ingebrigtsen ran away with that race. Once again, no pun intended. Um, he was well out in front from, for three quarters of that race. He had a great run. And yeah, as I said, at the age of 19, he is definitely one to watch for many years to come. Can't wait to see him racing the Olympics. Don't think he'll be setting any records this year, but definitely keep an eye on him for more years to come. Next on the list is not a lot of people know about this athlete. If I wouldn't know about him only as one of my mates on my run team pointed him out to me. Uh, at the Martin Games 2019, his name is Justin Knight. He's a Canadian runner. Uh, yeah, from Canada, he placed second in the Morton Games in the Morton Mile. That's the biggest event of the games. Um, placed second. Can't remember what time he got. By one reason, I there may be a biased opinion, but one reason that he's why wants to watch is because I met him in person, got a picture with him. And because of that, he is one of my favorite, and I got to watch him race in person. So that's one of the reasons why he's one of my favorite athletes as of right now. He's only young. I think he's about 21, 22. He's uh, got a lot of speed in him. Uh, and a lot of, he got a good bit of speed and endurance. Uh, he'd have to be if he's going to the Olympics. I'm not 100% sure on what distances he will be running it's either the 5k the 1500 or boat the reason it's these two is because as you know in the olympics there is no mile distance so he could run the 1500 in the olympics and in doha uh 2019 he placed 10th in the 10k so i made sure to keep an eye on him on that he placed 10th in the 5k sorry not the 10k and yet he did have a great run he was very happy with his run so was i he's only he's a reebok sponsored athlete you know he's not one of the biggest athletes uh yet he is still young so make sure to keep an eye out from in the olympics i most certainly will be uh yeah he is the two i think was he recently won i think it was a two mile in the uh national indoor championships in canada uh, i think it was a two mile i'm not 100 percent sure again on that uh most of these the facts i'm giving are just off the top of my head some of them a lot of them are researched and a lot of them are off the top of my head my own knowledge i think it was the two mile uh canadian uh all canadian championships he won last week this week or last week yeah so that's obviously 
a big achievement for him as well, being a young athlete, want to pick up wins anywhere he can. So, moving on from Justin Knight is the well-known, everybody knows, Christian Coleman. He is a 100 and 200 meter athlete. He got gold in both the 100 and the 200 meters in Doha 2019 World Championships. He um yeah, he is an unreal athlete. He is in the running of what why do I keep using that phrase? Uh in the running of breaking Usain Bolt's uh nine point five eight a hundred meter world record. Um yeah, well I was looking at a video the other day. He is in the running of breaking the record, but where Bolt faulted as such in the one hundred meters was at his start due to his height of six six foot two, three or four. It might be six foot three or four uh, he did find it harder to get out of the blocks, um, but his stride length helped him to. He did later in the race, Bolt reached his top speed coming to the end of the race, so his long legs would get him through the whole race. But Coleman is kind of the opposite. Christian Coleman is good out of the blocks. When he gets out of the blocks well, he can run some serious times. But he does start to fade away at the end of the race. Um, this is due to he has a lot of upper body movement. Uh, his stride is smaller. But if he can work on that, I'm sure with good race, a good start, he can beat Usain Bolt's world record time of 9 seconds, 58 milliseconds. He has he has the world record time of the 60 meter Dash, uh, he set this time in the 2018 Indoors uh, World Championships. This is the time of 6 seconds, 34 milliseconds. That is an unreal, outstanding, world-class, any descriptive word you can use to describe that time. It's a magnificent time. And I can't see, he nearly broke it this year um, in the in the Indoor, I think it was the American indoor championships but he just fell short i think he fell two seconds short at the time not two seconds two milliseconds short at the time you know but i'm sure he'll come back next year stronger faster especially after the olympics if he runs well if the olympic goes ahead he'll be pumped for the season after the olympics and could run some serious times so that's christian coleman after christian coleman we've got the one the only Bekele. I can't really pronounce his and uh, he say Bekele. I can't really pronounce his first name, but what a legend he is. He second fastest marathon time marathon runner in history of the marathon. Five seconds off the world record uh set by uh, Elliot Kipchoge, who I'll get on to in a minute. A lot of explaining to do with Elliot Kipchoge, but I'll get on to him to in a minute. We're focusing on gonna be say, oh, I can't pronounce it. I just can't be Kaylee. Five seconds off the world record, he ran a two hour 
one second, 41 minute, two hour, one minute, 41 second, sorry, marathon in Berlin this year. Um, Eli Kipchoge could not attend that marathon due to the uh, NEO's 159 challenge. Um, I wish, I really, I didn't get a chance to watch the race. Um, I watched it after, I watched it on YouTube. Um, Michele, he, he had a negative split in the second half of the race uh, as well. And he was out on his own for three quarters of the race, which is, which it, Eli Kipchoge is like that as well. So I'm sure if they did have better competition, the t these times would be better. That's why I wish Kipchoge was in that race. The times, the world record would have definitely be, definitely of being broken in this race. But unfortunately, he couldn't. But Kipchoge was off doing something that will never be forgotten in the world of running. I'll get onto that in a minute. But uh. They would have gone head to head in the uh, London Fertility uh, Marathon this year, but that has been postponed till October due to the coronavirus, which I'm really annoyed about. Was really excited to look at that race. A world record would have been broken in that race. But, you know, it is what it is. You have to move on. But Kayleigh, like, I'm sure he'll be running the marathon in the Olympics this year. Uh, and we cannot forget about his track career. He is also one of the best track athletes ever to run on the track as such. Um, you know, won the 5K to 10K in the Olympics gold medalist. He's won world championships. He's done it all. And now he's, gone, he's on the marathon. Uh, where he's aiming to obviously get a aim for that gold medal in the Olympics and break the world record, which he is well capable of doing with good conditions, good competition. You know, Elliot Kipchoge, throw him in there, they could go head to head, could go either way. And the absolutely amazing thing about Bekele's, uh two hour, one minute and 41 second time was that he was only coming back from injury. I'm sure, he, I'm pretty sure he still had a slight niggle um, and he was not going out to run mad times in this Berlin Marathon. He was going out to get the win, um, you know, get back into racing form for the Olympics, but he went out and ran this outstanding time which nobody was expecting. So imagine him fully fit uh, and, as I said, good conditions and good competition. I'm sure this year, whenever the races go ahead, this year or next year, whenever the next marathon race is, if it's in the Olympics, if it's the, you know, if it's Berlin Marathon next year, if it's the London Marathon in October, I'm sure the world record for the marathon will be going down in the near future. So that is Bekele, absolute legend in the world of running. And yeah, after Bekele, moving on to Elliot Kipchoge. Now, I know Kipchoge, I'm 99.9% .9 sure Kipchoge won't be running the, Olymp the marathon in the Olympics. Guys, I just looked that up. He is on the Kenya team for 
the marathon in the Olympics. This has me so excited for the 2020 Tokyo Olympics marathon. You've got Bekele and Elia Kipchoge in here. I'm sure they'll both be in their top, top, top form for this race. Obviously, because it's the Olympics, one of the biggest races of any athlete's career. I'm sure if the Olympics goes ahead, the world record will go down in this race. I um, had to pause the recording there to look that up because I didn't want to not lead anyone on as such, but I needed to find this out for myself. Looked it up on the internet. Kipchoge is on Kenya's team for Tokyo 2020. The fastest marathon runner in the world will defend his title at the Olympics. Um, Yeah, uh, and uh, it says here... Um. Uh, Kipchoge will also be running in the 2020 London Marathon in April, uh, where he'll be trying to defend his title there. But unfortunately, that is not going ahead due to the stupid crown in the forest. Would have been a serious race, would have been, would have really set the standards for the Olympics, but it is what it is. You have to move on. So, yeah, this is why he's, I'm sure any runner, anybody, that knows anything about running, and I'm so sorry for saying I'm ninety nine not point nine percent sure he's not in the going to be running the Olympics. I just thought this because of the Ineos one fifty nine challenge and his age really. But after that was kind of sh- stupid of me. After what he ran, after breaking two hours in the marathon, it's about to say two minutes in the marathon. After breaking two hours in the marathon, should have known that he'll be going to defend his Olympic title. Obviously, the one, uh, one, 50, one hour fifty nine minutes and forty seconds is not an official world record, even though it is the fastest marathon in history. It had set pacers coming in and out, and was not a championship such race, um, with other competitors so it couldn't go down as the world record but is going down in the history books of world running is probably the best thing that has ever in my opinion happened in for the sport of running because now these are words from Elia Kipchoge he said himself after breaking two hours in the marathon why can't he go on or not even him any athlete in the world of running, in the marathon, go on and break two hours in the marathon in a normal competition. As he says, no human is limited. So I cannot wait after finding out just there that Eddie Kipchoge will be running in the 2020 Tokyo Olympics marathon against Bekele. Going to be some race, going to be some head-to-head. Cannot wait for it. Make sure to watch that race i'm sure the world record will go down will be taken down in that race so that was elliot kipchoge moving on is julian wonders now i think julian wonders will be it's not official yet because some of these athletes are still waiting on the olympic trials some of them have been postponed due to the coronavirus, I know I keep mentioning it, but it really is affecting a lot of athletes going to the Olympics due to their trials or the Olympics going ahead whatsoever. So I'm pretty sure 
Julian Wonders is going to be running the 5k and or the 10k. Either or or both. Um, a bit about Julian Wonders. He is the... He holds the world... Not the... The European record for the half marathon with a time of 59 minutes 13 seconds. Which is, a again, an incredible time. Um, he trains... He does do high altitude training in Kenya. And he does represent Kenya. Yeah, he does represent Kenya all the time. I'm pretty sure he represents Kenya all the time. Um, His girlfriend is Kenyan, so I'm 99% sure. Yeah, no, actually, I'm 100% sure he represents Kenya all the time. He, uh, yeah, and being from Switzerland, he got the chance to race to set the this time of fifty nine minutes thirteen seconds, uh, for the European half marathon record, uh, European record, he also holds the ten k, uh, road, European record for twenty seven minutes thirteen seconds, uh, again an incredible time, a top top world class athlete. He set this in February. In Valencia, uh, where Joshua Cheptegei set the five k. Uh, was this where? This where? No, this is where. Uh, Kipruo set the twenty six minute twenty four seconds ten k road world record in January. So, uh, in Valencia, so Julian Wanda set this record in January in Valencia, European. Uh, records on the road for 10k 27 minutes 13 seconds great great time top top athlete we'll be making sure to be looking out for him in the 10 or 5k or both in the olympics um moving on from julian wonders moving on from julian wonders is johan blake now this um uh, is going to be Johan Blake's last uh, Olympics. He's going to be racing in India after the 2020 Olympics, which will be his last one, which is very sad, as he is a top, top world-class sprinter. Uh, was part of Jamaica's team uh, when they broke the world record for the 4 by 100 metres in the 2016 Olympics. He is also the youngest world champion for the 100 meters, the 100 meter sprint. I'm not fully up to date on um, Johan Blake or the sprinting world because um, obviously I'm a long distance runner myself. I watch the sprinting when it's on uh, uh, the world championships, the European championships, the Olympics, but I'm not as up to date as I am for the longer distance runners but he I do know and I'm sure a lot of people do know Johan Blake top top athlete even though he was teammates with with um Usain Bolt he still obviously had that rivalry and competitive edge with him but they were great teammates obviously they're part of the same team with that four by 100 meters in the 2016 Olympics where they broke the world record 
And yeah, he's a top athlete, as I said, youngest world champion uh, over the 100 metres. I'm sure, I think he'll be running the 100 and 200 this year in the Olympics. And as I said, last Olympics. So sad times. His Hopefully he can have a big, big Olympics due to being his last one. So after Johan Blake is and now and not no one I'm pretty sure is going to know this next athlete that I mentioned, but his name is Stephen Scullion. Stephen is a Irish athlete and he runs for Clonliffe Harriers, my club. He ran I can't remember what um Martin it was a he ran a qualifying time of 2 hours, 12 minutes and 1 second to punch his ticket to the Olympics in... Actually, I'll check that up now. Yeah, just checked it there. It was in the Houston Marathon. Uh, I think it was at the start of this year. He He's a Clonliffe athlete. Definitely going to be rooting for my Clonliffe man, my Irish man. He ran a time of 2 hours, 12 minutes and 1 second. Um... Yeah, that is a great time for, obviously, he doesn't do a lot of high-altitude training, and uh, he's just a natural talent, obviously, punches ticket to the Olympics with that time in the Houston Marathon. There was windy conditions on the day, but he still got through, it got a great time, and yeah, he's gone to the Olympics, so I'll be making sure to watch my Clonliffe man and Irishman out there, uh, giving it all he has. He also has a... Um, podcast on Spotify. Hopefully, I'll be able to collaborate with him one time. That would be in a long, long time when my channel starts to really grow. But hopefully, I could get in touch with him and have a conversation on the podcast with him. That'd be amazing. But yeah, make sure to keep an eye out for Stephen Scullion in the twenty twenty Olympic marathon. I'm, um, I don't think he'll be up with, uh, Elliot Kipchoge and, uh, Bekele. But you know, you never know what could happen if he has a big day. He could break his PB, set, uh, Irish record. You never know what he could do on the day. So, moving on from Stephen Scullion, another Irish athlete that more of you probably would know of, but not a lot of you, is Mark English. Now, Mark English has not yet qualified for the Olympics. He has not yet done... Uh, he has not yet, you know, he's he's not on the team yet, basically. Um, he hasn't ran uh, the time yet. He hasn't been racing obviously due to the coronavirus. I'm pretty sure he was meant to be racing soon enough to get his punches ticket to the Olympics for the Irish team. But uh, once again, I did meet Mark English at the Morton Games 2019. Uh, even before that, he was one of my big running idols due to him being Irish. And he will be running the... If he was to go to the Olympics, if he is to go to the Olympics, get to qualifying time, he will be running the 800 metres. Um, he isn't, uh, it would be a dark horse, but, you know, he did, he, in 2019, he came third in the European indoors. Now, there was a bit of controversy around the way he got to the final in his heat. 
not in the semi-final he was tripped in the race he was in a very good spot i'm sure he would have qualified anyway he was sitting in second coming in uh, after entering the second last lap uh but Anyway, you never know what could have happened. He was tripped and was given an automatic spot into the final. And he ended up coming third. Third or second or third. Definitely got a medal. No, I think it was third. Um, uh, yeah. And after getting third, I'm sure he would have qualified anyway. If he getting third in the final. He had a great race. And it was a great day for the Irish uh, I'll get onto that why in a minute, but yeah, uh, due to him being an Irish athlete and meeting him, I'll be definitely rooting for Mark English in the Olympics if he gets uh onto the Irish team, which I'm sure he will. But yeah, that is Mark English. Moving on is another Irish athlete, our first female athlete on the list, and her name is Kira McGeehan. She is from. Belfast, Northern Ireland. She didn't run in the Martin Games, but I did meet her there. Um, did she run? I'm not, I don't think she did. No, she didn't run in the Martin Games 2019, but she was there cheering on her fellow Irish athletes. Um, and as I said, it was a good day for the Ireland team in the European Indoors 2019 as she uh, got third place in the 1500 metre um, final. She qualified all the way to the final and got third as well as Mark English. Had a great race. It did come down to sprint finish at the end, but you know, she got there in the end, got third, brought silverware back for the for Ireland and you know you never know what could happen especially in the women's race in the Olympics she also has not yet qualified for the Olympics she's not yet on the team but I'm pretty sure she will qualify and get on the team so make sure to keep an eye out for Kieran McGeehan Irish athlete I'll be rooting for my Irish athlete Next on the list after Kieran McGinn is Adam Geminine. Adam Gemini. Geminini. Geminini, I think. Yeah. He is a great British uh, 100 and 200 meter um, sprinter. He ran in Doha in 2019. Um, you know, he, I think he got, he got third in the 200 metres. Second or third in the 200 metres. And he also, in 2014, in the European Championships, he got, um, he, he got, uh, he got gold. And he was also part of the 4 by 100 metre Great British team that, got gold in the 2017 World Championship. So he does have his fair share of medals. Obviously, a very good sprinter, world-class sprinter. So, so even though the Irish and the English have a bit of a rivalry, I'll put that behind me and keep my eye out for a top sprinter. Room for him, hope he does well. 
And yeah, moving on to our second uh, female athlete on the list, and that is, of course, I'm sure a lot of you runners out there would know Safan Hassan. She is a top, top athlete, probably the best middle to long distance woman athlete, female athlete on the track at the moment. Um, she got, she will be running the fifteen hundred and the or the five k or the ten k. I think I'm I'm more leaning towards the fifteen hundred and the ten k due to the Doha World Championships. She can't. She does run five k every now and then, but you know, doing a fifteen hundred, five k, and a ten k, the fifteen hundred and the ten k are her two favorite events. The ten k is her favorite event. So if she was to run two, of, uh, two events, it would be the fifteen hundred and the ten k. But I will definitely keep an eye out to see what she is racing when I get more information about that. As I said in Doha, she won the. 1500 meters and the 10k um she world champion in the 1500 meters and the 10k and she is the first uh athlete in the history of running to be champion in both them distances in one championship or olympics and that is obviously a great 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 achievement and after she won the 10k she was very emotional um she was getting interviewed by BBC. She was very emotional because her coach wanted her to run the five the five K instead of the ten K, but she preferred the ten K. She was more comfortable with the ten K and I'm I think her coach didn't go out to the race because of this. There was a lot of controversy over, but she showed everybody up. There was a lot of people doubting her in the ten K due to what her coach was saying. But she showed everyone up. She you know, shut everybody up, and yeah, she was very emotional after winning it. Um, a mixture of happiness, sadness, and anger. But you know, she came away with the win, set a history in running on that day. So you know, he can't take that away from her. Next up on the list is the one, the only, probably the best middle distance well not middle 400 meter runner in probably history of the sport is you guessed it wade van neeker wade van neeker he is being out injured uh for the past for a while now um but he is the best 400 meter in my opinion in the history of the discipline he is currently the world record holder with a time of 43 seconds three milliseconds in the 400 meters and he is also the world record holder in the 300 meters with 30 uh, seconds 97 milliseconds which was used to be held by Usain Bolt he is yeah he was injured for a while he didn't run in the world championships in Doha but he's back racing again he will be 
going to the Olympics, getting back into full fitness, could break his own record, his own world record in the Olympics. Not too sure if he'll be fully fit to do that, but you never know. He could show up on the day, and yeah, he's just an absolute world class athlete. Um, the total running production uh, made a video about him on YouTube. Go check it out if you didn't. It, it tells you everything about him. And yeah, he's just an absolute all round world class athlete. And I can't wait to see him see what he can run in the in the Olympics. And just before that, I'm sorry if you heard someone shouting downstairs. <clears throat> that was my mom. Uh ne- if you didn't, that's that's a plus. And I'm just talking absolute waffle then, because you'd be all confused. Next on the list is our third female athlete and her name is Jessica Hall. I'm not sure if a lot of you will know. Well, I'd say a few of you would know Jessica Hall is. She is a Australian athlete. Uh, she is the five t- she's a three time consecutive junior uh Australian champion. She uh will be running the five K in the Olympics, that is her specialty event. Even though <clears throat> she can run from all the way from the fifteen hundred up to the five k, she's a very well-rounded athlete. Got a lot of stamina, speed, and endurance. Uh, yeah. So she will be running the five k, three consecutive junior Australian championships from the year twenty thirteen to twenty fifteen. She also holds the Australian and Oceanic indoor uh, 1,500-metre record. And she's a four-time NCAA champion. And she is all this, and she's only age 23. So I cannot wait to see what she can pull out of the bag in the Olympics. She's a well-rounded athlete. And, you know, she will be running the 5K. And, yeah, she... She's young, fresh, exciting. You know, she could pull anything out on the day. So, moving on from the magnificent Jessica Hull is Sofiani Albacali. He is a steeplechase, um, steeplechase runner. And obviously, as I started training for the steeplechase before the crown virus came along and messed everything up, um. I've been really getting into looking into steep top steeplechase athletes and ones that will be going into the going to the twenty twenty Tokyo Olympics. So yeah, Sofiane Elbakali is a steeplechase uh athlete. He competed in the twenty sixteen Olympics with a time of eight minutes fourteen seconds, thirty five milliseconds. Obviously a great, great world class time. He finished fourth with that time in the 2016 Olympics and he is going back to this Olympics uh, in 2020 so definitely a contender for the medals this year and I'm definitely excited to see what he can run so yeah moving on from Sufiani Elbakali is the one the only Evan Jaeger. I'm sure a lot of you especially Americans will know who Evan Jaeger is steeplechase uh, athlete and he is planning to go to the Olympics and why I say planning is because 
he missed out on the world was the world championships last year no not the world champions world championships the american championships they're like the all-american he missed out uh, due to a foot injury um he had it for over a year and you know it really did set him back he was in his not his prime but he was getting getting there he was near nearing his prime he was he um yeah and then just his steeplechase uh not his steeplechases his foot I think it was his Achilles the bottom of his foot was hurting him. He had to go physio and everything. He had to get surgery and he was out for months and he really was like I can't get the surgery, can't get the surgery, but you had to. And I forget what was wrong with it, but his foot was really bad. And now that's why I say he's planning, but he is starting back training, is regaining his fitness, like confidence over the hurdles, you know. Um, Obviously, he is a world-class athlete, so hopefully he can have a speedy recovery and get back into tip-top shape before the Olympics so he can run the Olympic trials and... uh, attend the olympics and pull something out the bag i always feel like the athletes that are injured and then come to race like the kla with the marathon and come to race they always have a better race that just might be me um but hopefully that can be the same with evan yeager because i'd love to see him race in the 2020 tokyo olympics uh coming back from his injury uh so a bit about evan yeager he was in 2015 he had a fall in the Diamond League. He was leading the the race. It was the Diamond League final. He ended up finishing second in the Diamond League Stephen Tate's final. He was leading not for most for most of the race, but he kind of sat with the leading pack for the start of the race until they couldn't keep with him any longer. Um. Yeah, and then he broke off with the pack, uh, but that's the thing with from it's broke off from the pack. Sorry, but that's the thing with the steeplechase. It's you. It's not like the five k to ten k. If you're, you know, twenty meters ahead, ten twenty meters ahead, um, in the ten k to five k, you will win the race because people, the the your competitors just don't have it in the tank to close that gap. But in the steeplechase, the water jump could affect you. Bad jump or, like in Evan Yeager's situation, a fall on the last hurdle. He was, this was a big, big race for him because he was in his best shape. He was in the best shape he had ever been in. And he was going to break eight, he was trying to break eight minutes for the first time in the in his running career in the steeplechase, in the tree cage steeplechase. But he was on time. He was he was on the time to do it. He was um you know on the last hurdle until he fell and uh was taken over at at, at the last hurdle that must be heartbreaking, crushing. He didn't break eight in the um in the steeplechase but he did get up fast enough 
to set an American record in the steeplechase 2015 Diamond League final. So, you know, you have to, and a second place, you have to take the positives out where you can. But obviously, his overall main goal in that race was to break eight, and he did not do it. So, obviously, it would have been slightly disappointing as well. Uh, so, moving on from Evan Jaeger is Conceslus Kipruto, another steeplechase athlete. As I said, I'm getting really big into the steeplechase athletes as I'd start training for the steeplechase. Um, a few weeks ago, done two sessions. Um, yeah, so Conceslus Kipruto is a steeplechase athlete. He got gold uh, for, he's a Kenyan athlete. Uh, for the at not for at the twenty sixteen Olympics, he also got gold at the twenty seventeen and twenty nineteen World Championships and gold at the twenty twelve Junior Championships. So he's not he's not you know he's always winning races. He's not shy, you know. He's not new to winning races. He's been running races, winning races for many, many years now, and he definitely, at his, his age, he's definitely used to leading out packs and, you know, taking taking risks in races and you know, getting the the win at the end of the day. So, uh, he is running in the twenty twenty Tokyo Olympics in the steeplechase this year. He will be in the running of for the medals, obviously everybody's main goal but he is obviously aiming for that gold medal because he does have the talent to do it outstanding world-class athlete and i cannot wait to see him race and just going back to evan jaeger for a moment he there's a pushing limits episode pushing limits breaking barriers something like that i'm sure a lot of you have watched it on youtube about evan jaeger about his a running career um i definitely recommend if you want to know more about evan jaeger it's about how he, he signed pro and he had his had his a uh, uh like had got signed his professional contract and everything so i do recommend giving it a listen if you just look up evan jaeger on youtube it will pop up great great uh episode great video if you want to learn more about evan jaeger so after um, Conceslus Kipruto, we have Rahoy Sakaguchi. He is a Asian athlete, as you can probably hear in the name, um, and not a lot of you would know about him. I do, con- I will confess that I only found out about Rahoy Sakaguchi as as following um, Stephen Scullion on Instagram and um I saw Stephen Scullion on Instagram and he had posts on his page and on his story that he was doing a track session with Sakaguchi so I went onto his page and realised that he's a steeplechase runner. He will be uh, going to the Olympics uh, and the reason he's on my once to watch list is because he has never won a major world championship or Olympic title. He's quite a small athlete, but he is still young. He 
and he is ranked 43rd in the world. So I'm hoping he can pull something major out of the bag in the Olympics. Um, not sure if he, he'll be in the run for the medals, but you know, you never know what could happen on the day. As I said, someone could fall or someone could just not be up to it on the day and he could come out and have a great performance and you never know. Unlikely, but he could end up getting a medal at this professional stage. Anything could happen. Uh, moving on from Rohoy Sakaguchi, we have Craig Engels. Craig Engels is an American athlete. He will be running the 1500 in the Olympics. He's well known for his moustache. A uh, very nice moustache, I must say. If it's kind of his trademark, it's kind of his thing. Um, a bit about Craig Engels is he's a twenty twenty and Pan American Junior Champion. He got fifteen, not fifteen goals. He got gold. It's no, actually, he, uh, in twenty thirteen, he's the Pan American Junior Champion over the fifteen hundred meter distance. He also got gold in the 2016 USA Olympic Trials. Uh, gold, actually, Pan American Junior Championship. Oh, no, apologies. I have it written down here, and I'm after confusing myself. I have it written down Pan American Junior Champion, 1500 meter gold. But it's just the champion and the gold are linked. So it's the American Junior Championship 1500 meters. So obviously the champion, he got the gold medal. And in the 2016 USA Olympic Trials, he wanted to make the 800 meters semi-final. But he was listed as an alternate for the 1500 meters for the Olympics. So that means that he'd travel to... um to Rio with the USA Olympic team and if someone had to pull out of the 1500 meter race off the USA team he would substitute in and run instead of them but I don't think he had to so I'd be looking forward to see him run in this year's Olympics 1500 meters he is a top 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 um Olympic not Olympic 1500 meter runner I do that a lot I always have to keep correcting myself it's weird uh 1500 meter runner um yeah hopefully as well he pulls something out the bags as obviously the pan american junior champion is a big title he hasn't won many major titles so that is why he's on my ones to watch list hopefully he can pull something out of the bag in uh the olympics next on my list and actually lastly on my list uh finishing off with a female athlete the fourth female athlete on the list, and that's British athlete, heptathlon athlete, Katrina Thompson-Johnson. Uh, Katrina Thompson-Johnson is probably the best heptathlon uh, athlete, definitely, probably in the world at the moment. She, I say this because she just got gold in the 2019 World Championships in Doha, uh, and in doing so, she broke the British score record uh, and set a record of 6,981 points. That is outstanding. That is, I think, first or second. It's meddling in every comp every um, discipline in the heptathlon. Uh, so that is obviously a great, great, great achievement. If you don't know what the heptathlon is, hept, hep means seven so it's seven events it's 
uh, like discus, high jump, javelin, hundred meters, hundred and ten meter hurls, fifteen hundred, long jump. Uh, I think that was about five or six. If I'm missing a few, if you listen to this, text me. Uh, at the a little running Irishman dot official on Instagram, or I'll look just look it up after, uh, this episode. Uh, yeah, and she is ranked sixth at all time heptathlon, so she's ranked sixth in the world, not in the world at the moment, all time. So that is obviously another great, great, great achievement. So I'll definitely be keeping an eye out. She'll definitely be in the running for uh the medals in the olympics obviously she'll be aiming for uh athlete of her talent she'll be aiming for that gold that elusive gold medal so katrina thompson johnson katrina thompson johnson did finish off this list of my tokyo 2020 olympic wants to watch athletes um let me know, give me a text, as I said, the little running Irishman dot official on Instagram if you think I should add anyone else to this list or take anyone off the list. Uh, in your opinion, I won't be taking anyone off the list as this is all my opinion. Um and give me a text saying who your what your twenty twenty Olympic Tokyo Olympic wants to watch list looks like. So that will be all for today, uh, for this episode of the podcast. Make sure to come back on Sunday for the review of the week of training and much, much more. So I hope you all did enjoy. And yeah, make sure to share this podcast, tell your friends, come give it a listen. And yeah, I hope you enjoyed and I'll see you next time. Bye. Mm-hmm.